Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. This is session seven of the mini-series we're doing called The Only Way to Create Network Marketing Wealth. And I get a lot of people that will say, Dale, you talk so much about mindsets, you know, mindsets. And here's the bottom line. As leaders, we have to focus as much or more on helping people develop the proper mindsets as we do the proper skill sets. What are the skill sets? The skill sets are launching your business, a retail to recruit system, uh, customer acquisition. They're not a customer if they buy once. It's not about going out in the marketplace and creating three sales this week. It's about if they buy once, they're a prospect, they're a suspect. If they buy twice, they're a prospect. If they buy three times, they're a customer. And we have to develop customers, and we have to teach our team to develop customers and not one-time sales. Uh, so retail to recruit, then we have to have a recruiting flow, a recruiting process that people can duplicate and follow. Play one I call it play one, play two, follow up. Play one is create curiosity. Play two is they get to hear the whole story. Play three is basically asking one question, which is what questions do I need to get answered for you before we get you started? That's all that it, that's all recruiting is. It's very duplicatable. What questions do we need to answer for you before we get you started? I went through a phase like most people do where I taught people 77 ways to close prospects and go through all that. And again, you know, that's not, it's not going to duplicate. Play one. This is the video we send them to. If they like what they see here, here's the play two. Play two is when they get to hear the whole story. After they've seen play two, it's one question. What questions do we need to get answered for you before we get you started? We have to systemize it to the level that a Starbucks is systemized as a McDonald's or any successful franchise is systemized systems create wealth when you can systematically teach the 27 percenters the flow the process to build their business and it's not going to happen in one super saturday it takes a while but systems create duplication your personality your mindsets your creativity none of that is duplicatable only systems are only systems are so i think when i talk about skill set development there's not that many it's customer acquisition and recruiting and then retention which is more systematic than it is skill set because anybody can send people to a or send people an audio or a video called streak when you slump when they know they've been in the slump and then after you've identified they're in the slump and you have your identifier this is what we, this is our identifier so we know that if this happens and that person's in the slump because they're no longer plugged in and you do it quick enough 
And again, I don't have time to explain all this. I've got trainings on all of it, but but that's really it. And then it they, then it just comes down to lead generation, and there are skill sets de- developed in every lead generation activity. I don't care what it is, whether it's direct mail, postcards, uh, Facebook ads, social media ads, Pinterest ads, uh, uh, Craigslist ads funded proposals, whatever you're doing to create leads, and there's multiple ways. There's going to be a small learning curve. My philosophy is with lead generation is learn it, master it, and then outsource it. And again, I don't have time. I go into that in great detail at our uh, webinar at localmlmleads.com. I get into great detail on how to master lead generation. So so the skill sets required to build a huge duplicating organization uh, sequentially, systematically, can be can be acquired by anyone who decides that they're going to. They can you they can learn the system. I mean, how do they take 17 year olds, not no kids, and let them totally operate? You know, multi million dollar franchises. Why can they do that? Because every process of the business is systemized. So once somebody learns how to take the order at the front counter. Then they can go learn how to operate the French fryer. And if they need to, they can teach the next person how to operate the front counter. Then after they operate the French fryer, then they can go and they can put the sandwiches together on the back table. And then they can teach somebody else how to do it. Again, you don't learn it all at once. You learn it sequentially. And it has to be systemized. Guys, I've been talking about this since the first generic training that I ever did. I never started talking to anybody in network marketing outside my organization until after I'd already made millions and millions of dollars and more importantly, helped over 200 people create full-time incomes and thousands of people create a significant side gig income before anybody outside my organization ever heard the name Dale Calvert. I did it, then I talked about it. Did it, then I talked about it. And I'm not getting upset, but I'm getting passionate. I'm not supposed to be. I'm supposed to be talking about mindset development. But man, this drives me crazy. We, we've made this thing so much harder than it is. And the evidence on how to do it is right in front of us. Look at a franchise. Again, some things, sometimes things are so clear that we see right through them. And in today's market, when you've got so many people trying to teach you how to do that which they've never done, Pete, the masses are confused and who can blame them? And the real world looks at us and thinks we're all crazy. Who can blame them? Who can blame them? So anyway, skill set development, no big deal as long as it's systemized. As long as it's systemized. As long as they know. On the 29-day call, according to my records, it's time for you to reorder your product. How would you like to receive up to $10 off your next purchase? As long as it's systemized, it can be duplicated. If it's not systemized, it will never be duplicated. You have a mad house. You have people running around like chickens with their heads cut off. Uh, You have a diminishing, a diminishing industry in a state of dissipation when you don't systemize what you're doing. Now let's get into mindsets. See, I know some of you right now, you were just fortunate. You had, you've always had the 
entrepreneurial DNA. You've been competitive. You know, a lot of you were born with it. But you got to understand that most of the people that join your organization, it has to be developed. The flow, the flow, the flow of their business, the rhythm of their business has to be developed. Okay, they don't have that natural uh, rhino stick skin, get out of my way, I'm going to kick butt and take names, and I don't care who tells me no, I'm just going to keep on rolling. At this point in your career, if you are a leader and you're full-time and you've been around a while, you understand that most people don't have that, and you and you do everything that you can. You tell them, listen to the right books, read the right, listen to the right audios, uh, read the right books, you know, believe in yourself, you know, all, all you, you do, you say everything. You say everything. But personal development has to be systemized as well. And, and, and before you can ever sit, and that's why we have, you know, our, our premier course that we only make available once a year is programmingyourmind.com because there's a systematic way to do it. There's a systematic way to do it. I did it. I watched and taught thousands of people to do it. Programmingyourmind.com. Programmingyourmind.com. But there's a systematic way to do it. Okay, I'm not going to get into that in this session, but I am going to try to give you some things to think about along this path. The fact that, look, everything has to be systemized, even helping people get into a rhythm with their personal development. Okay, but before you can do that, before you can even think about systemizing, programming their mind, and see, Dale, that sounds cultish. That sounds crazy. Look, I own the domain programmingyourmind.com. Pro that's a very valuable domain. Okay, it's my number one product. I will, my family will have that for years and years and years because it's evergreen. It's universal. Uh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, is wisdom. What the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve is wisdom. It's not something that Napoleon Hill wrote in 1934 or whatever. It's, it's, it's as valid today as it was when it was written, and wisdom is will be as valid. Human nature wisdom will be as valid 200 years from now as it is today. Truth is truth. Wisdom is wisdom. And when you when a movement or an individual starts speculating from wisdom, there's always unintended consequences, always, in every aspect of life. A wise person learns from their own mistakes, but a really wise person learns from the mistakes of others. That's reality. Truth is truth. Wisdom is wisdom. Look at all thought leaders. Look at all personal development leaders. It's all the same concepts, ideas. It's just said a different way. And to ignore that as a leader, expecting you're going to build a team, which requires you to build a volunteer army, to help people really grow, really grow, not just hang out because they like you and because you call them a rock star, even though they haven't talked to their mama yet. But help people really grow and to, and to love them enough to challenge them and tell them the truth. And, and if you want to build a team and you want to really create wealth and network marketing, then this whole mindset training is something that you've got to really, really 
pay some attention to. So I'm going to share this with you. I've shared this training a lot. It's probably on different podcasts. Uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time here. I'm just going to give you the highlights. Uh, but this probably made the most impact on me. I first saw this way, way back, like two or three years into into my journey. Uh, it was a book that's very hard to find. If you can find it, I highly recommend it. It's called Chicken to an Eagle. Sorry, I don't have the author in front of me. It's a yellow cover book. It's real thin. Uh, a psychologist wrote it uh, called Chicken to an Eagle. That's the name of it. Uh, if you can find it, uh, last time I saw it on Amazon, it was like $124 because it was out of print. But, I, but sometimes you can find it on eBay. I know a lot of people that we work with one-on-one and in my own training club members and uh, some of the, the, the Network Marketing Leadership Development Academy members. I know virtually everybody that I've ever personally worked with have read this book. Uh, and have a copy of it, so be on the lookout. But here's the basic concept. We all, every one of us, are who we are in our life based upon three factors. Number one is our parents. Our mother screw us all up. Psychologists will tell you, your mother screwed you up. Pretty, but her mother screwed her up, her mother screwed her up, and the, the chain continues. <laughs> I love my mother. I got her emotions. I got her mind. Uh, But I love her. I absolutely love her. Um, But I I cannot imagine going through my life with my DNA without some personal develop, heavy duty personal development training. Uh, But she is the most giving, loving person I've ever met. But your parents, um, many of you might have heard me talk with my dad, 80 years old, office manager for our business uh, on our podcast, it, the MLM Success Podcast. Me and my dad just wrapped one afternoon. It was pretty cool. A lot of you have heard that and liked it. So your parents, I, I feel guilty, uh, sincerely guilty to have been blessed with such phenomenal parents. Sincerely guilty. Uh, I, I, so blessed. Phenomenal, phenomenal people. Um, so they make an impact. And parents. A lot of you I know listening to this maybe are strained with your parents. Had Some people have horrific childhood memories. Uh, I can't even begin to understand that. I, 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 I'm not going to try to. I can't begin to understand it. So your parents and then society. And when I look at society, I, I think environment in which you were raised, your society, your world. Uh, you know, I often think, what if I was raised in Boston, Massachusetts? And people say, Dale, you got to quit picking on Boston. It's not Boston. It's like they can't stand my accident, accent, and theirs bothers me. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding, obviously. But I think, what if I was raised in Ukraine? What if I was what raised in another country or another state? 
you know, what if I was, you know, how different would my life be if I was raised in Southern California? You know, I was raised in small town Kentucky, population 400. So society, the, the environment in which you were raised plays a big part of who you are. And the third thing is the authority figures in your life. Those three things create your program perceptions about who you are, what you're capable of, what the world looks like. Is and, and most of that is developed by the time we're 12 years old. And then is we reinforce whatever those program perceptions were the rest of our life. So if, if you were clumsy, Johnny, but when, when you were 12 years old, a lot of people have heard me talk. If you've gone through programming your mind, you've heard me talk about pro, uh, clumsy Johnny. If you were programmed uh, as clumsy Johnny by authority figures, society, and parents, and once you get to a point 10, 11, 12 years old, then what you do when you, you just reinforce whatever that programming was up to that point in your life. You reinforce it. Okay, that's the way we function as human beings. We are who we were told we were in throughout our first 12 years or so of life. So that's who we are. So we come into a business and, you know, we have unlimited income potential. And maybe we were hurt all our life that money is the root of all evil. Well, that's not what it says, but that's what we, how we progress it, how we process it in our mind. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. Or we were taught, you know, that rich people are evil. Uh, our rich people take advantage of poor people. And in the reality in the world in which I live and observed as an adult, rich people, uh, uh, help the underprivileged more than poor people do. Uh, rich people are greedy. My observation has been that the people that have the I'm going to get mine attitude, that attitude, yes, there's a lot of wealthy people that have that, but there's a lot of poor people uh, that have that, and, and in my observation, more poor people have a I'm going to get mine attitude than uh, middle class or wealthy people do. And I'm not saying that's that's just my personal observation. My only point being is all of us, by the time we're 12 years old, have program perceptions about life relationships, how they're supposed to work, and who we are as human beings by the time we're 12 years old. And then we find personal development, and we find a net, the network marketing opportunity. Hopefully, we find them both at the same time. And, you know, we're starting to try to see things different and bigger and expand. And what if? And maybe I could. You know, I can remember when I first got involved and saw Network Marketing, it's like, man, maybe I could go to Hawaii someday and take my kids. You know, and you start thinking and dreaming a little bit. But you, you've got all this program perceptions about who you are, what you're capable of, and that's in any aspect of life, positive or negative. There's people that are, are 
raised in very privileged homes and go to Ivy League schools, and they have an enormous sense of entitlement. They were raised with a sense of entitlement. And that can mess with people as much as somebody that uh, was called trailer trash their whole life. Do you understand? Uh, there's no right or wrong, good or bad. It just is what it is. We all have program perceptions. Uh, and if you make the decision to try to see things differently, it, it's, it's, oh, I really want to be able to, to have confidence. I really want to be able to do this. I really want to be able to do that. But we're, we are all, all of us, stuck in our program perceptions, whatever they are. That's where we are. I, I literally see everybody every day, if I don't know them, in my mind, if somebody is uh, driving me to the airport or taking, taking my order at the, the counter when I'm getting food or whatever they're doing, wherever they are in life, if, if, if wherever I'm at, I literally see people as 12-year-olds, and it helps me personally because I understand if that's just a 12-year-old kid who has reinforced whatever was programmed over their life, and that's why they appear so bitter or appear so self-centered or appear so entitled or whatever it is. You know, I understand that people are who they are based upon their programming for the most part. And I'm talking about normal human beings. Okay, yes, there's the crazy among us, and we have sociopaths. Uh, we have crazy people in the network marketing profession, but there's crazy people everywhere. And yes, there's crazy people in network marketing with huge platforms. Okay, so I understand that. But for the most part, and we have to understand that when people join your team and you can see unbelievable upside potential in them, but if they don't see it in themselves, if they don't have belief, they will not take action. Why aren't they doing anything, Dale? Because they don't believe. They don't believe in themselves. They don't believe in themselves. Uh, as you believe, so shall it be done unto you. Whew, that's strong wisdom as you believe so shall it be done what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve not what the mind can conceive and really want a whole really bad will it achieve what the mind can conceive and believe so how's that belief developed how do people grow from a mindset standpoint how does that happen and as a leader I think it's real important that you get this stuff that you understand it. But, Dale, I don't need it. It ain't about you. How many times do I have to say, it ain't about you? It's about what can be duplicated by the 27 percenters on your team. So we're stuck in program perceptions. And then what happens when we join network marketing again? We can make, man, I'd like to see things differently. So then what happens once we start dreaming just a tiny bit? just a tiny bit, then we start questioning our program perceptions. We start questioning our program perceptions about 
why do you think that you couldn't lead a team? Why do you think that this couldn't happen or that couldn't happen? And what happens is we start program, we start questioning our program perceptions. And then what happens is, and I did this, man, I did this for my first two years. You know, it's like, why don't people understand residual income? Why can they not see this? Why would they want to continue to build somebody else's dream when they could see it build their own? And we would drive ourselves, I especially, almost drove myself crazy with this, almost took myself out of the business because of this. Because I'm a 20-year-old snot-nosed kid. I'm just trying to figure this out as I'm going along, you know? So we start questioning our program perceptions. And see... This can happen in a good way and a bad way. You can have a solid kid from a solid family that uh, ends up, uh, you know, dressed up in a robe, shaking a tambourine at the at the airport. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, it can work either way, good or bad, good or bad. You know, Jim Rohn said your your income is the average of your five closest friends. There's food for thought for that. I mean, really. So what I'm talking about, I'm talking about growth and moving forward in network marketing. But guys, this this process is the same. It's like, how could they have ever done that? You know, I know their mom. I know their dad. Well, it's the same, good, bad, up, down, positive, negative. We are who we are by the time we're 12, based upon program perceptions, parent society, authority figures, and we're stuck in those. And some people should stay stuck in those because they're lucky. And then we start to have decisions to see things differently. And what happens is we start we start questioning our program perceptions. And in network marketing, what I would do in the beginning, my early years, because I was with a company that was already 25 years old when I joined it, they had a lot of Super Saturday events, and maybe I could go to Indianapolis for Super Saturday in Indianapolis. And we would take our group of people, and we would carpool, and we'd go to Indianapolis, and we'd leave early in the morning, and we'd drive three hours up there, and we'd get there when it started, and we'd spend the, the time for that Super Saturday, and we'd all go eat, and we'd drive all the way home. And what would happen is you'd go and you'd spend you'd spend Super Saturday and you'd be around all these fired up, like minded people. And it was phenomenal. And the emotion of it was great. And you would get so fired up. I would. And many of you probably experienced and you watch it on your team and then you go home and it's like, man, I'm going to make this happen. And see, once you start questioning your program perceptions, you can get to points where you have moments of feeling free from the original false per, per, false perceptions that that you had. So, so if you can imagine, one square is is questioning our program perceptions, and then the other square beside it to the right is moments of feeling free. From your original false perceptions. Now, in the middle of that is what is called the whirlpool. So, in the, if you're in the whirlpool, then you're constantly in a state of conflict, conflict, guilt, fear, 
and that's normal. Those without whirlpools are scary human beings. So it's a natural progression. It's like you go into the marketplace and you do something you're not comfortable doing, you haven't done enough, enough, and you try to create a conversation. Hey, I noticed you were looking at my badge. This brochure will tell you all about or whatever you're doing. Okay, it's not part of your comfort zone yet. And sometimes you'll have feelings of guilt, fear, or anger because built into all of our DNA is fight, flight, or freeze. So when we do something that we're not comfortable internally, what we're feeling is I got to fight. I got to argue, fight, flight, or freeze. So we all have the process your, your team's going to go through as they start, hopefully, if they need to, questioning their program perceptions about what they're capable of doing. If you can see them progressing and becoming the leader, uh, on your team and then they'll go to an event and they'll get a, a dose of emotion and they go right through the, the whirlpool and they get into a state where they have where they're feeling uh, free from those self-limiting beliefs and they'll go into the marketplace and they'll they'll do activity and how many time how many conferences do you have to go to in your career to watch this pattern happen over and over and over with not just yourself, but everybody on your team. It's reality. Okay, it happens, but my thought is, what's behind the curtain? Why is it happening? And I think to upside your up-level, your leadership, to take your leadership to the highest level that you possibly can, which is important, then you have to look behind the curtain. You have to really understand it wasn't the event, but it was the, the emotions that the event created. And it's not even that. It's the fact. It's the fact that they broke through the whirlpool and they're feeling free from the false perceptions that normally on a day-to-day -day basis – and that's key. The day-to-day -day basis hold them back. So they break out of the whirlpool. Now, once they get out there, that whirlpool is trying to suck them back to their, really, it's trying to suck them all the way back to their original program perceptions about who they are, what they're capable of. Okay, because that's where they're the most comfortable. Because they don't have to think. They don't have to question. So they're comfortable in their comfort zone. We all are comfortable in our comfort zone. So how do we expand our comfort zone? By understanding what's happening in our own minds with fear of failure, fear of rejection, fight, flight, or freeze. Understand we're trying to develop new brain cell patterns here, literally brain cell patterns. Neuroplasticity. Got an article on it at mlmhelp.com. You can read that if you want. But, I mean, literally we're trying to develop new brain cell patterns because if we can get away from the whirlpool and, 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 and get active and consistent, then what will happen over time is we get totally free from our original program perceptions and we can hear our inner creativity and make change because we've replaced negative programming with positive programming. We've replaced 
fear of failure, fear of rejection with uh, failure is part of success. You know, it's part of the process. Uh, success is impossible without failure. And we start to really understand a lot of this and develop totally new mindsets. So as a leader, uh, if you can find, a, again, we're on a podcast, but if you can find a session where I, well, the best thing you can do is try to find the book, uh, Chicken to an Eagle, yellow cover with a chicken and an eagle on the front. And really spend some time here, guys, because it's just wisdom of the ages, ideas. You can have the best product, the best compensation plan. You can have a person that is credible in their community, that that has everything going for them. But if their program perceptions, if their lack of belief, and now we're, the four beliefs that we talked about earlier, or I've talked about for years, the company, the product, network marketing themselves, if the, any of those are wrong, as a leader, we have to identify what is, what's keeping them in that whirlpool. And is it is it lack of belief in the network marketing business model? And if it is, I, I'll be honest, I don't blame them. I, I, I don't blame them at all. But if you have a product that's so powerful that they're with you, even though they have a disdain for network marketing, then find a copy of Who Stole the American Dream by Burke Hedges and let them read it. That's a phenomenal book. Find a copy of The Greatest Opportunity in the History of the World by John Kalich. And you should read it. It should be part of your library. But then you can let somebody borrow and then you can talk about it. See, telling people, oh, you know, yeah, there's been a lot of bad apples and there's some crazy people in this profession. But, you know, this company's different and this is. And see, that all that conversation goes in one ear and out the other. It doesn't do anything. Okay, your all your conversations, no matter how logical they are. This is something people you have to help people get to on their own. So giving them a book to read can make a huge difference because they'll read. And the, 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 the learning is in as a reading or the, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence is real. So when you're having conversations, all they're thinking about is how they're going to respond to whatever you're saying. And sometimes that's why podcasts are so phenomenal because hopefully you hear something that you want to then really think about further. And again, as I've said in this series, that the challenge in today's world is we don't grasp and internalize that which will really make a difference for us long term because we have access to so much so i hope this helped you i'll be back with you tomorrow uh, learn how to systematically help people develop the proper mindsets talk to you tomorrow guys still calvert over and out bye thank you for tuning in to the no fluff mlm leadership training podcast to download the show notes for this episode 
You can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.